Welcome to Zichu Dafsi Man Member by Abraham Goldhari and Terim Mazakas Nadarim, Daf Pei Base, the 11th Parak Be Ewan Nadarim. So the three tops we're going to focus on. Number one, a Bryce on Daf Pei Alf on a base taught that according to Rabbi Yossi, a nether to abstain from relations is Dvarm Shebeno Levina, matters between him and her. Rav inquired of Rav Nachman, according to the Rabbanan, is a nether to abstain from relations considered Inui Nefesh or only Dvarm Shebeno Levina? The Nafkamina is if his hafara is a permanent or only for as long as she is fit to be married to him. He answered that this can be resolved from a Mishnah which states, If she vowed, I am removed from Jews, meaning prohibited in relations with all Jews, he may revoke his portion, meaning as it pertains to him, and she may have relations with him, but she will remain removed from all other Jews. This proves that the nether of relations is only Dvarim Shabbat Olavina. The Gemara deflects this proof by saying that the Mishnah is Rabbi Yossi's opinion because Rav Huna said that all anonymous rulings in our parak were authored by Rabbi Yossi. The question according to the Rabbanon remains. Point number two, Shmuel taught in the name of Levi. On the Dharm of Inui Nefesh, a husband can revoke, except benefit from me is Konim on Pony, which he cannot revoke because it does not afflict her. But a netter of Pony's benefit is Konim upon me, he can revoke because this may afflict her, although it's only but a single person. The more challenges this from the Mishnah on Daf Ein Tesama Base, which taught that a nether from produce of a particular country is not revocable because she can obtain produce from other countries. Certainly, this would seem at least as afflictive as prohibiting benefit from a single person. Rav Yosef answers the Ka'amr Shatavi, the mission speaking where she said, which you bring. Since produce brought by someone else is permitted even from that country, and produce bought by her husband from another country is also permitted, it's not considered inui nefesh. The Gemara disproves this answer from the final clause in the Mishnah, and instead answers that the Mishnah, which holds that prohibiting benefit from a single source is not inui nefesh, was authored by Rabbi Yossi, and Shmuel's ruling was according to the Rabbanan. And point number three, Rav Yudah said in the name of Shmuel, not Rav Kikros, if she vowed from two loaves, one by which she's afflicted, meaning it's a fine flower, and one by which she's not afflicted, meaning it's of a coarse flower, because he can revoke the afflictive element of the nether, he can also revoke the non-afflictive element, and both loaves are permitted. Ravasi said in the name of Yochanan that he may only revoke the afflictive element. Ravasi in the name of Yochanan said that he may only revoke the afflictive element. The Ron explains that their dispute revolves around a drasha on Daf Pei Zayim, which teaches that a husband must revoke the entire netter for the hafar to be effective. Shmuel holds that if he could not revoke the non-afflictive element, the entire hafar would thus be invalid, and this itself forces him to be able to revoke even the non-afflictive element. Rabbi Yochanan holds that the Torah only requires that he revoke the entire portion that is within his ability to revoke, so revoking the non-afflictive element is not required in order to revoke the afflictive element. The more challenges Rabbi Yochanan's opinion on the following da. So once again, the three points are number one, a bright sun that pay off unbased taught that according to Riyosi, a netter to abstain from relations is Dvarim Shabbat Levina matters between him and her. Rav inquired of Rav Nachman, according to the Rabbanan, is a netter to abstain from relations considered Inui Nefesh or only Dvarim Shabbat Levina? The Nafkamina is if his hafara is a permanent or only for as long as she is fit to be married to him. He answered that this can be resolved from a Mishnah which states, If she vowed, I am removed from Jews, meaning prohibited in relations with all Jews, he may revoke his portion, meaning as it pertains to him, and she may have relations with him, but she will remain removed from all other Jews. This proves that the nether of relations is only Dvarim Shabbat Olavina. 
The Gemara deflects this proof by saying that the Mishnah is Rabbi Yossi's opinion because Ravuna said that all anonymous rulings in our parak were authored by Rabbi Yossi. The question according to the Rabban remains. Point number two, Shmuel taught in the name of Levi. On the Dharm of Inui Nefesh, a husband can revoke, except benefit from me is Konam on Pony, which he cannot revoke because it does not afflict her. But a netter of Pony's benefit is Konam upon me, he can revoke because this may afflict her, although it's only about a single person. The more challenges this from the Mishnah on Daf Ein Tesama Base, which taught that a nether from produce of a particular country is not revocable because she can obtain produce from other countries. Certainly, this would seem at least as afflictive as prohibiting benefit from a single person. Rav Yosef answers the Ka'amr Shatavi, the mission speaking where she said, which you bring. Since produce brought by someone else is permitted even from that country, and produce bought by her husband from another country is also permitted, it's not considered inuni nefesh. The Gemara disproves this answer from the final clause in the Mishnah, and instead answers that the Mishnah, which holds that prohibiting benefit from a single source is not inuni nefesh, was authored by Rabbi Yossi, and Shmuel's ruling was according to the Rabbanan. And point number three, Rav Yudah said in the name of Shmuel, not kikros, misana, misana. If she vowed from two loaves, one by which she's afflicted, meaning it's a fine flower, and one by which she's not afflicted, meaning it's of a coarse flower, because he can revoke the afflictive element of the nether, he can also revoke the non-afflictive element, and both loaves are permitted. Ravasi said in the name of that he may only revoke the afflictive element. Ravasi in the name of Ryokhanan said that he may only revoke the afflictive element. The Ron explains that their dispute revolves around a drasha on Daf Pei Zayim, which teaches that a husband must revoke the entire netter for the hafar to be effective. Shmuel holds that if he could not revoke the non-afflictive element, the entire hafar would thus be invalid, and this itself forces him to be able to revoke even the non-afflictive element. Rabbi Yochanan holds that the Torah only requires that he revoke the entire portion that is within his ability to revoke, so revoking the non-afflictive element is not required in order to revoke the afflictive element. The more challenges Rabbi Yochanan's opinion on the following dot. All right, so now we go to our simon dot pay base, and our standard simon is peanut butter. Peanut butter. So here goes. The man who was permitted to his wife with peanut allergies, who said, I am removed from juice since they love peanut butter, because he revoked his portion, and then revoked her nether of the peanut farmer's benefit, is konam upon me, was at his wit's end when she vowed from two loaves of sandwich bread, where one was made of fine flour and the other one from coarse flour. Once again, slow motion. The man who was permitted to his wife with peanut allergies, who said, I am removed from juice since they love peanut butter, peanut butter, that must be more of pay base. The man who was permitted to his wife with peanut allergies, who said, I am removed from juice since they love peanut butter, because he revoked his portion, which reminds us, Rava inquired of Rav Nachman, according to the Rabban, is a netter to abstain from relations, considered inui nefesh, or only dvar mishabbeinu He answered that this can result from a mission which states, If she vowed, I am removed from Jews, meaning prohibited in relations with all Jews, he may revoke his portion, meaning as it pertains to him, and she may have relations with him, but she will remain removed from all other Jews. This proves that a nether of relations is only Dvar Mishabbeinu The word reflects this proof by saying that the Mishnah is Rabbi Yossi's opinion. So, the man who was permitted to his wife with peanut allergies, who said, I'm removed from juice since they love peanut butter, because he revoked his portion, and then revoked her nether of, the peanut farmer's benefit, is konum upon me, which reminds us, Shmuel taught in the name of Levi, On the darim of Inui Nefesh, a husband can revoke, except benefit from me is konum upon which he cannot revoke, because it does not afflict her. 
about Hanas a pony, a lie made for but a nether a pony's benefit is a condom upon me, he can revoke because this may afflict her, although it's only about a single person. So the man who was permitted to his wife with peanut allergies who said, I'm removed from juice and say love peanut butter because he revoked his portion and then revoked her netter of the peanut farmer's benefit is conum upon me was at his wit's end when she vowed from two loaves of sandwich bread where one was made of fine flour and the other one from coarse flour which reminds us of Yudah said in the name of Shmuel if she vowed from two loaves one by which she's afflicted meaning it's of fine flour and one by which she's not afflicted because it's of coarse flour because he can revoke the afflictive element of the netter he can also revoke the non-afflictive element and both loaves are permitted Rabasi said in the name of Yochanan that he may only revoke the afflictive element. So once again, the man who was permitted to his wife with peanut allergies who said, I am removed from juice and say love peanut butter because he revoked his portion and then revoked her nether of the peanut farmer's benefit is conum upon me, was at his wit's end when she vowed from two loaves of sandwich bread where one was made of fine flour and the other one from coarse flour. All right, so now it's time for four blot back chazar. Dafein Ches. So the Simmer Dafein Ches is a child going, ach. So here goes. The Chacham son who went, ach. Son going, ach. That must be Ron Dav. Ein Ches. Ach. The Chacham son who went, ach, when he heard his father trying to be made for a man's wife's nether, instead of being Matyarib, which reminds the more brings up Bryce of the Darshan, Zeha Davar, this is the thing, which Hashem commanded, implying that it must be followed exactly. A Chacham Matyarib ain't Bal Matyarib. This teaches that a Chacham annuls and a husband cannot annul. And another bright seduction is the reverse. Zehadavar bal mefer vein chacham mefer. This is the thing. This teaches that a husband may revoke a nether, but a chacham cannot revoke a nether. So the chacham's son who went ach when he heard his father trying to be mefer, a man's wife's nether, instead of being matirit, went ach, ach, ach when he saw three laymen who had done shchute chutz, come on all the nether, which reminds us. Abraisa makes a gazera shava of zehadavar between nedarim and shchute chutz, the prohibition to shech karbanas outside of the mikdash. Just as this prohibition applies to all Jews equally, so to nedarim can be annulled by all Jews, including laymen. This teaches that three laymen are qualified to annul Nadarim. The Gemara objects, since the Pasuk says, Roshay Matos, heads of the tribes, indicating that experts are required. It answers that this term allows a Yachid Mumcha, a single expert, to annul Nadarim. The Gzer Shava allowing laymen to annul Val must therefore be for more than one, which we presume to be three, similar to a minor basin. So the Hakam son who went ach when he heard his father trying to be made for a man's wife's nether, instead of being matirid, went ach, ach, ach when he saw three laymen who had done shchute chutz come on all the nether, and then threw his plate of spinach to the husband when he realized he was being silent in order to distress his wife. Which reminds us where Bikanina taught Hashosik Amanaslamekat, a husband who was silent in order to distress his wife by causing her to think that he'll confirm the nether, may for afil he can still revoke it for another ten days, meaning such silence does not constitute hakama. Rabbi Khanina's ruling is successfully challenged on the next daf. Daf Ein Tess. So the similar Daf Ein Tess is a sofer with a quill. So here goes. The sofer, sofer, that must be more in Daf Ein Tess. Sofer with a quill. The sofer writing in silence while his distressed wife cited three refutations to a shosik al-manasla mekat Mayfair, which reminds us, the Gemara brings three successful refutations to Rav Hanina's ruling that a husband who is silent to distress his wife may still revoke her nether. 
So the sofa writing in silence while his distressed wife cited three refutations too. Hashosek Amanasla Mekat Mayfair regarding her Inui Nefesh Nether with the condition if I adorn myself, which reminds us the Gemara brings Malchokes about Nadarm that are Devarim Sheish Behen Inui Nefesh matters that involve self-affliction. The Tanakhama provides an example if she makes a Nether on condition of if I bathe or if I do not bathe or if I adorn myself or if I do not adorn myself that this qualifies as a Nether of Inui Nefesh which she may revoke. Rabbi Yossi disagrees and does not consider the Nadarim of Inui Nefesh and provides his own example. Amra Konum Perza Omalai If she said Konum the world's produce on me, he may revoke it as a netter of Inui Nefesh. So the sofa writing in silence while his distressed wife cited three refutations too. Hashosek Amanasla Mekat Mayfair regarding her Inui Nefesh nether with the condition if I adorn myself was caught off guard when she suddenly made a nether Beinola Meina and he quickly said that he is made for that nether for as long as she is fit to be married to him which reminds us that darn that Advarm should be no living now or revoked for as long as the wife is fit to be married to her husband. Pei. So the Simmer Pei is a painter. So here goes. The painter, the painter, that must be more Daf Pei, painter. The painter who wanted to be made for his wife's nether of Conan the pleasure of bathing to me if I bathe today, despite her being splattered with pain, which reminds us of the Gemara's case of Conan the pleasure of bathing to me if I bathe today in Rabbi reasoning that this is not a nether of Inui Nefesh, and the husband cannot revoke the nether because Nivol Dechad Yoma Loshmei Nivol. Repugnance of one day's lack of bathing is not called repugnance. So, the painter who wanted to be made for his wife's nether of Conan the pleasure of bathing to me if I bathe today, despite her being splattered with pain, was horrified when he heard her say, The pleasure of bathing is forbidden to me if I do not bathe in flax steeping water, which reminds us. The Gemara asks what the netter is in the second case in the Mishnah, where she apparently added the condition of Imoi Erchatz, if I do not bathe. Rebuta suggests that she said, The pleasure of bathing is forbidden to me if I do not bathe in flax steeping water, which is foul smelling, where both choices have an afflictive impact. However, the Gemara rejects this interpretation because the parallel case of Imoi Skashet if I do not adorn myself, would have to be a condition of adorning herself with some filthy substance, and this cannot be described as adornment at all. So, the painter who wanted to be made for his wife's netter of Conum the pleasure of bathing to me if I bathe today, despite her being splattered with paint, was horrified when he heard her say, The pleasure of bathing is forbidden to me if I do not bathe in flax steeping water, and wondered if her pile of unwandered clothes was leading her to insanity, which reminds us, Rav Yossi holds that in a case where there's insufficient water, even if a first city's laundering needs are pitted against the drinking needs of a second city, the first city's laundering needs take precedence because he considers it a life-critical issue. The Gemara asks, can bathing the body be less critical than laundering clothing? And the Gemara on the next stop answers in the affirmative because Shmuel said uncleanliness of the clothing leads to insanity, which cannot be cured, whereas uncleanliness of the body leads to boils and sores, which can be cured. Daf pay of. So the simmer daf pay of is a grandpa. So here goes. The grandpa, grandpa. That must mean daf pay of. Pa, grandpa. The grandpa was agitated that his grandson was not a Tamukhachum, like his son, which reminds us it was taught, be careful with the sons of Amanim because Torah will go out from them. The Gemara asks, why is it uncommon for Tamukhachum to have sons who are Tamukhachum? And five answers are given. So the grandpa was agitated that his grandson was not a Tamukhachum, like his son. 
told him to shape up and start reciting Birchas Torah, which reminds the Kodesh Baruch explained that the reason Bnei Israel lost the land is Al Azlam is Torah C, and because of their forsaking my Torah. The one I said there are two phrases in the Pusik, they did not heed my voice and nor follow it, and are apparently the same. And reviewed explained in the name of Rab, Shem of Barkim nor follow it means they did not recite the Bracha and Torah before learning. Ron famously explains in the name of Rabbeinu Yonah that if forsaking Torah had meant that they did not learn Torah, then the sages and prophets would have understood well why the land was lost. Rather, they did learn Torah, which is why only Kush Baruch could explain the destruction of the land. They did not sufficiently value their Torah to be fitting to make a bracha upon. So the grandpa was agitated that his grandson was not a Talmud Chacham, like a son told him to shape up and start reciting Birchas Torah, and then maybe his wife won't make a nether again not to paint her eyes nor apply rouge. Which reminds Rabbi Yossi agrees that the husband can revoke the Nadarim that are Dvarim Shabbainolavina, such as in a case where the wife says, Konum, that I will not paint my eyes, or that I will not apply rouge. Alright, so now it's time to conclude their pop quiz of 10 questions. Number one, which definitely a nether of pony's benefit is konum upon me, a husband can revoke, because this may afflict her, although it's only about a single person. That's on Duff. Pay base. Good number two. Which of the Coach Barco explained that the reason why B'nai Israel lost the land was Shame of Barkin Batorat Chihot. That's on Dav. Pay off. Good number three. Which of the one that one should not revoke on Shabbos with the same language of Hafara that he uses during the week? That's on Dav. Ein Zain. Good number four. Which of the one uncleanliness of clothing leads to insanity? That's on Dav. Hey, good number five. Which of the one of a wife vowed, Natul Animini Yehudim, I am removed from Jews, meaning prohibited in relation with all Jews, the husband may revoke his portion, that's on Dav. Pay base. Good number six. Which Dav were three refutations brought through Rechenina's position that Hashosik Amanasla Mekat Mefer, that's on Dav. Ein Zain. Good number seven. Which Dav the case where the wife said, Conan the pleasure of bathing to me if I bathe today. That's on Dove. Pay. Good number eight. Which of the women Yossi agrees that a husband can revoke Nadarim that are not, such as Conan, I will not wear rouge or will not wear eye makeup. That's on Dove. Pay off. Good number nine. Which stuff do a case where the wife vowed from two lows, one by which she's afflicted, such as one of fine flour, and one by which she's not afflicted, which is one of coarse flour. That's on Duff. Pay base. Good. And number ten. Which stuff were five reasons given as to why Tamil often do not have sons who are Tamil That's on Duff. Pay off. Excellent. That concludes today's shear. This is Rabbi Avram Golden Zichu wishing you a great day and great learning.